0: This presentation was from York's Australia 2017, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit Um. Good afternoon. Some of you in here will have voted for this. Um, thank you. Um, and I blame you if it goes to shit. Alrighty, so in my pitch, I promised Soylent Green. So here it is. Um, Charlton Heston a little past the peak of his career after Planet of the Apes, after Ben-Hur and after the Ten Commandments, but Heston is irrelevant. What's relevant is Soylent Green is people and so the conversation we're about to have is about people. So I want to begin with a short story. Way back when I was a technical manager of a fairly large web team, I used that experience of managing that team and saying those stupid, stupid things as a check on myself, especially so when I feel I'm under pressure to neglect the people in the story. This kind of self checks are a very useful tool. Let's get down to business. Just a quick warning. If you've spoken the past couple of days or you do things that might be tangentially related to my work, I've probably stolen them and used them in this talk. (laughs) Who's heard this? Unless you've lived under a rock for the past five years or so, you've heard the term digital transformation. I'm not a huge fan. (laughs) Not because saying digital transformation will bring about changes wrong, but because I think it misses something that I think is critical, and I'm about to slightly pick on someone who's not here because the model they've got to offer is useful. Who's seen this? Paul Shetler's Square of Despair. Paul used to be at the DTA, Digital Transformation Office, and he's been talking about this. His premise is that these factors, procurement IT funding, governance, when handled badly, are the things that cause digital transformation projects to fail. I absolutely agree. However, in the words of 1970s disco diva, Marsha Hines. Where are the people in the digital transformation picture? I've got an idea. It's probably terrible, but here goes. Here's the pentagon of pain, there's a new side to the story, design. When you do a digital transformation project, hell any project, doesn't matter, and leave out design and with it consideration of humans, you set yourself up to fail and I don't think I need to argue that with you guys. You also create room for some things to happen that might cause significant problems. Who's been on a project where these get traction? Albert there wouldn't have been impressed. I reckon he'd have been a cracking designer. Design helps ensure that preconceived ideas and uninformed views get pushed out and that insights are actually backed by research. And this? I can't tell you how many projects and environments I've worked in where there's an almost religious fervour behind tech comes first. And magical thinking. <laughs> Save us from those who think digital transformation is a panacea for all our ills. If you let these things, things run a project, you end up with something like this. Those of you who are not as old as me, and in case you're not familiar, that's the visual for the Labor Party's 2001 Knowledge Nation Education Policy. You probably had to be Barry Jones, the responsible minister and a giant of Australian progressive intellectualism to understand the thing. Let's just say it bombed. Hard. When you let transformation projects run without design, something unpleasant almost always happens. In the immortal words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, I felt a great disturbance in the as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror, I was suddenly silenced. I fear something terrible has happened. Let's apply some designally approaches to fixing this. This is the bit where I steal from your work. Hit me up if you'd like a how might we stick a later, by the way. So Lisa Reichelt, who's, I think I miss where Lisa is, produced this diagram a while back when she was leading service design at the DTA. Honestly, you should all be finding this on the web, printing it out, sticking up at work as a reminder. Let's give Broad City the last word on this. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. And then yesterday, Sharon Mackay opened the conference with this. No matter if we're in government or any other sector, we need to be making sure that the engagement with real people happens as close to day zero as possible. And not to overuse it or anything, but... So let's look at a very recent project of mine. I've only just completed the work on it, and this is a 10 minute talk, so you get the barely scratching the surface version. I've been working on a joint agency project between departments of defense and veterans affairs since March. We've taken four and a half months to do a long discovery piece. I realize that four and a half months in some projects is the entire thing, um, but this project definitely required it. And even at more compressed timescales, this kind of work is doable. Here's the trigger for the project. It's an election commitment from the government to examine reasons that a number of people transitioning from military service to civilian life struggle with that transition. Let's just say it's complex. About one in ten of those transitioning report that their transition was, for some reason, less than satisfactory. Bad transitions happen for a multitude of reasons. We already knew some of them from past inquiries and demographic data. This quote is typical of what you hear from former serving ADF members. It's very representative of the soldiers' mental model of the military being who they are and not what they do. Let's look at some numbers. 6,000 people separate from the ADF each year on average. Of those that separate completely, that is they don't transition to some form of reserve service, almost one in three fall into high-risk cohorts, and of those slightly more more than half are at highest risk, separating on medical grounds. They've been deemed no longer fit to serve. That's a big hit to the perception of self for a soldier, sailor, airman, or airwoman. I happen to be married to one. Those who separate are often young. They potentially have long lives and careers ahead of them. Young men are the dominant group in separation, though the numbers are close to the actual gender split in the ADF. As many of us will be aware, mental health of young men is a big issue and as a population they're at high risk of self-harm or suicide. For those separating medically from the ADF, it's an even bigger issue. We needed to understand more, so in April and May we went on tour. We spoke with a lot of people and put in a lot of miles. Here's how those engagements broke down. Intercept interviews, workshops, deep dive interviews with individuals. We ended up with some pretty rich information. We also did some quantitative research assisted by ARIMA. And we kept hearing things that make us wonder if transition was well designed. As I said, medical separations are a particularly high risk category post separation. They represent a disproportionately large percentage of those with complicated or unsatisfactory tr- transitions. We heard this kind of thing over and over. That is not Jake Gyllenhaal. Perhaps not surprisingly, we determined that transition in its current form isn't really fit for purpose. That's been a not terribly popular finding in some circles, and it's only the first of 12 findings that we made. Those findings will shortly be reported to the responsible agencies and the minister, and we're hoping for the go-ahead to start an an alpha to redesign transition for the entire military. For this project, we've definitely heard from the people with the problems. And the transformation we're hoping to be able to influence later in the project has potential to objectively improve people's lives. Mike closes the conference this afternoon. If we'd considered this project to be about digital transformation, we'd have got it all wrong. Much like the new thinking from the Geeful and the Gonk in the old Sesame Street sketch, we as designers need to change our thinking about digital transformation. So I'd like to propose a change. Let's just call it transformation to close in the words of journey don't stop believing if we all advocate for design in transformation we can make it about people because digital transformation mostly isn't thank you very much we hope you enjoyed this presentation from yorks australia 2017. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.